Welcome to B Squared, your weekly weather podcast. Meet Bonnie. She's from Oklahoma. Where the wind comes sweeping down the plain. A meteorology major and loves to chase. Meet Bobby. He's from Oregon. Going green. Greenage. Saddle up. You got a boss. Oregon AMS vice president and a former TV weather producer. It's B Squared. Let's talk weather. Welcome into B-Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. Bonnie, we will jump into what is shaping up to probably be, hopefully, the first of many really good, strong, severe weather chances across the plains. Uh, And today the target bullseye is central Oklahoma. Yep. I'm right smack dab in the middle of that moderate risk. And, uh, you know, like we were just saying before we started recording is it feels like it's been getting worse every day and now, um, every hour. So it just feels, you know, like, I mean, today's about to get crazy. Like we've got a few more hours before things start firing. Right. And we'll jump into all the dynamics and the forecast here in a minute, but just to give people an initial heads up, um, we started seeing this pop up on gosh, what today, Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So we've had a little bit of headway in terms of, okay, the conditions look like they're going to be favorable. And you and I have been talking a bunch about this, but we've watched it go from a marginal risk to a slight risk to enhanced yesterday. And then you called it last night. You're like, there's no way in the world this is staying in enhanced. This is going to go moderate. And sure enough, it did. I want to say about, what, 11 p.m. Pacific time, 1 a.m. Central, they finally pulled the trigger and uh, started to paint it red. Yep. Yeah, it was about 1 a.m. my time, yeah, that they went ahead and and upgraded it to a moderate. And, I mean, I remember when we were talking about this earlier in the week that Tuesday looked like the better day and today was just going to be okay, you know. And now, I mean, of course, no one's talking about Tuesday because we have to take it, you know, each event as it comes first. But it just feels like this day has gotten worse than what they initially thought, you know, five, six days ago. Right. And, um, and not so. not to mention that this target area has shifted further to the west where mm-hmm. it looked like initially yesterday and I want to say parts of Friday where if you were to draw a line from, say, Lawton, Oklahoma to Oklahoma City to Tulsa, that was going to kind of be the western peripheral edge and maybe storms would fire maybe just to the east of that. But now this thing is backed all the way off where – Lawton's fully involved. Oklahoma City, Stillwater, Tulsa, Muskegee, they're all in the moderate risk. And, I mean, you're talking about your major population cities in the state of Oklahoma uh, are now under the gun. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's going to be pretty um, pretty legit today. This is one of the better fall severe weather setups we've had in, in years, honestly. Um, and people really just really need to be ready. Right. You and I, are we are Weather Ready Nation ambassadors, so the main message that we're trying to get out today is, again, it's fall. You know, we haven't had, you know, the spring tornado season in a while. It's been a few months. So just take an extra couple minutes today. Refresh your mind on where your shelters are. If you need to get some, you know, supplies ready for that, go ahead and restock that pantry. Uh, you have a couple hours until storms start forming. But, Bonnie, it's just... Make sure you have multiple ways to get alerts. It's going to be one of those days where things are going to start popping pretty quickly and you want to make sure you're on top of it. Yeah, definitely. And, 
you know, I know the big thing that everybody talks about is not necessarily having cable anymore and everyone just has streaming services, um, which is me. I don't have cable, but I have my phone. Um, but I also uh, wanted to let people know that on a Roku, you can actually download some local news channel uh, apps, I guess is what they're called on awesome. Roku, and you can stream that coverage for free. So um, that is super awesome that they do that. Um, you know, most of the time you got to pay or whatever, but for the severe weather coverage, the entire coverage is free. Um, for the whole time. It's not like a two-hour trial or anything like that. So definitely try to look for your favorite station, you know, four, five, nine, whatever, and put that on whatever streaming device you have so you can at least tune into that. Right. And again, most of these TV stations also are over-the-air free TV, so you don't Mm -hmm. need the cable subscription to watch. You might have to do an auto-tune setting on your TV to receive that signal, but it's highly worth it. I know, again, I'm 1,200 miles away, but I've already got the Facebook notifications up and ready for when the TV stations in Oklahoma City go live this afternoon because it's going to be a banner day for coverage. I'm looking forward to this. I know that all the Chase teams are going to be out. I've seen some of their posts this morning about how they're prepared and they're ready to go. But let's go over what the Storm Prediction Center is just saying. This is the public weather outlook that they issued this morning, uh, gosh, about an hour ago. And it's saying severe thunderstorms are expected over parts of the southern plains this evening, including much of Oklahoma and North Texas. The hazards are watching widespread damaging winds, hurricane force, which is important. We'll talk about that in a minute. Several tornadoes, a few could be intense, scattered large hail, some baseball size. Tornadoes, widespread damaging wind gusts, and very large hail are forecasted this afternoon and evening for portions of Oklahoma and North Texas. Again, please review your, your severe weather safety procedures for the possibility of dangerous weather today. Stay tuned to NOAA Weather Radio, weather.gov, other media outlets for watches and warnings. A watch means that conditions are favorable for severe thunderstorms over the next several hours. Is If a severe thunderstorm warning is issued for an area, move to a place of safety, ideally in an interior room on the lowest floor of a sturdy building. Now, watches and warnings are important. There are no watches out yet. However, Storm Prediction Center has been talking about it, and Bonnie would not be surprising to see them go ahead and issue a severe thunderstorm watch here in the not-too-distant future. You think it'll be a severe thunderstorm? You don't think it'll be tornado watch or a PDF tornado watch? Uh, I don't know if it's... uh, I think they'll start initially with the severe thunderstorm watch, and then I think they'll go out to PDS. I really do. I think PDS is coming. Um, I think a tornado watch will also be issued. Um, but just based, and again, I'm not a forecaster with the Storm Prediction Center yet. I would love to be later in life. But just based on what I've read from the area forecast discussions and seen some of the modeling, I think they go severe thunderstorm watch first. I think they go tornado watch second. And if they believe a PDS is warranted, that comes third. I could be wrong, though. Yeah, and I mean, they haven't really been talking that this is a particularly dangerous situation yet, but I, I think they are going to go straight to Tornado Watch. But I think they like to wait till it gets closer to initiation because what's right. the point of issuing a watch at 9 a.m. in the morning for, you know, 4 p.m. this afternoon? So, right. um, you know, so I, I think that it's just a matter of hours before something gets issued. I mean, we're in a aerial flood watch right now. That got issued, but, you know. Yep. What's new that comes along with everything. <laughs> that, is, that is very true. We talked about 
you know, the major population centers in Oklahoma that are under the moderate risk. Well, you have the moderate risk, but then you still have the enhanced risk, and that extends down into North Texas. That includes Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington, Plano, and Galen, Texas. But, Bonnie, you even have a slight which extends that field even further. Springfield, Missouri in it. Waco, Texas. Colleen, Texas. Wichita Falls. Tyler, Texas. And you even get into portions of other areas that are in a marginal risk. And, you know, while Texas is the, or not Texas, but Oklahoma is the bullseye for this, these storms, once they fire tonight, will move east, and you will start to get into areas like Little Rock, Arkansas. You will get into areas like Shreveport, Louisiana, even down to Austin. By the way, uh, we will talk about Red River in just one second. (laughs) But what a game. Oh, man. <laughs> what again? Anyways, sorry. And by the way, for all the Texas fans out there, I'm sorry. Um, mm, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag Boomer Sooner. Hashtag Legends <laughs> Made. Hashtag OU Kicks Ass. Um, so we are just, you know, this is not going to be just an Oklahoma event. This will move east. And, you know, there's another area way up north on the Canadian border that's also under a slight risk portions of the northern panhandle or the upper peninsula of michigan northern panhandle wow there we go bobby upper (laughs) peninsula of michigan is under a marginal risk as well as portions of minnesota and wisconsin but all eyes are going to be on the plains as they should be because this is the big story and anytime that you got a moderate risk you know in the fall eyes need to be locked in on that yeah yeah absolutely and this is you know, it takes a lot in the fall for things like this to come together perfectly to get a moderate risk. So like you said, that means that all eyes and ears need to be open because that is serious. That's, that's what a moderate risk in the middle of October means, that it's, it's serious. Right. If you had a chance to go back and read last night's area forecast discussion from NWS Norman, um, I highly recommend reading the full text. We did tweet out some key portions of that on our Twitter page at Weather Podcast. So please go check that out. But Let's break down what the Storm Prediction Center is saying as of their latest forecast update. We'll go updates for Oklahoma and Texas. First off, Oklahoma, they're saying an intense and fast-moving shortwave trough over western New Mexico will pivot into the southern plains this afternoon. Ahead of this trough, a surface low is forecast to rapidly deepen over western north Texas and track northeastward into central Oklahoma this evening. Strong and strengthening low-level wind fields in the warm sector of the low will transport gulf moisture northward with dew points in the mid to upper 60s, and that's expected across the region. A combination of... They're already there, by the way. Okay. We're at like 65 dew points right now. (laughs) I got chills when you just told me that. That was fantastic. So, hey, you know what? As we say, as they said in Twister, uh, dew points up to 70, sir. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and honestly, it was 65 probably two hours ago. So, I mean, we could be pushing 70 by this afternoon. All right. Not that you have, you're standing outside and looking straight up, but what is the, what does the cloud field look like? Um, it's just patchy. There's quite a bit of sunlight, good. Um, which is, which is good. That'll help break the cap because I think there's a cap in place right there now. Um, so that's what we need is the heating and that rising air to bust that cap open. Um, so yeah, um, some clouds moving. Wind is very strong from the southeast-ish, which is helping us, you know, raise our dew points up. So, um, yeah, it's it's going. It's happening. All right, Ingredients perfect. are coming together. Well, so let's keep going. So the combination of ample sunshine, which you said you have, 
and a slowly cooling mid-level temperatures will yield MLK values around 2,000 joules per kilogram, which is pretty awesome. Forecasted to happen by peak heating with a slowly weakening cap. So again, the cap's there. Once that cap breaks, though, it's game time. Current mm-hmm. indications are that storms will begin to rapidly intensify after 21Z. So if I'm doing the math correctly, that's uh, 3 o'clock, 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock your time. So in the next hour and a half is when we're going to start to hopefully see things start to really ramp up. And, you know, it doesn't take much time. Like once a storm goes up in this kind of environment, it will start to go severe pretty instantly. I will say that. And the way they're supposed to form and the direction they're supposed to move is classic, you know, supercells that we get all the time, May Mm -hmm. 3rd. May 2013, they all started in southwest of Moore in Oklahoma City and came right up I-44. And so that is just, that's our classic setup, and that's what it's looking like today. Right, and that's exactly what they're saying. The primary, obviously, the first thing that you're going to see is the primary risk of large hail. You're going to get that with the rapidly intensifying thunderstorms. However... According to the Morning Cam Solutions, they continue to suggest that discrete supercell development is possible near the low and along the trailing dry line. These storms will be in an environment of rapidly strengthening low and mid-level wind fields and vertical shear, steep lap rates, and intense large-scale forcing. Forecast soundings and photographs in the warm sector would favor the potential for strong tornadoes, very large hail, and significant damaging winds as storms track across central Oklahoma, mainly after dark. So again... We'd love to see some tornadoes happen and discrete supercells happen in daylight hours. It makes for much better TV viewing. And honestly, the safety aspect is much better when you can see a tornado. Yeah, that's absolutely true. But that being said, people in eastern Oklahoma and Arkansas need to take a nap because they're going to be up late because that's when all this is going to head their direction. And it'll be nighttime. Exactly. Storms will become more numerous as they race northeastward. As you said, again, that southwest to northeast movement is absolutely classic. Into eastern Oklahoma this evening, a few discrete supercells may persist along with increasing threat of a QLCS or quasi-linear convective system associated wind damage and tornadoes. It would appear likely that these storms will begin to weaken as they move into parts of western Missouri and Arkansas around midnight. So... Bonnie, we are looking at a 12 to 15 hour event. Yeah. Yep. And it's going to be a nonstop go, go, go type of event. And like you said, all the chasers that we follow on Twitter, all of them are headed this way. Yes, they are. Everybody needs to keep that in mind. So, you know, that's going to be serious traffic in Southwest Oklahoma moving Northeast. It was just chasers. So I just, everybody keep that in mind when you're out doing stuff. Oh, and, I kinda, it kind of makes me nervous with how much chaser traffic there's going to be, honestly. Right, and you have to remember, it's the weekend. Yeah. Most people are going to be home. Most people are not working right now. So, again, this is why we're trying to preach. Have multiple ways to receive warnings because you could be out and about with a family at a barbecue and not necessarily be near TV or radio. Have the alert on your phone. Have ways to receive those because you want to make sure you stay safe. Because it is the weekend and because people are home, that's probably better in limiting the traffic on the roads, thank God. But you still want to make sure you're safe and you want to make sure that you are able to get the latest information. Now, 
just a little bit further south in Texas. Model consensus shows scattered thunderstorms developing this evening along the dry line across northern and central Texas, especially as the cold front overtakes the dry line. Strong forcing aloft and strengthening wind fields will pose a risk of a few scattered supercells along this corridor capable of a few tornadoes, large hail, and damaging winds. So those are for our friends in Dallas and Fort Worth, what they're going to be looking at this afternoon. But, Bonnie, again, the big story is what's going to happen in central Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be, um, yeah, you're right. That's the focal point, and we'll just kind of see what happens. Like you said, we've got a few more hours before storms form. Um, and not to jump the gun, but also everyone needs to have a heads up that um, the setup will be coming back Tuesday evening yes. overnight into Wednesday as well. So we're not quite done with uh, severe weather for the week, um, but we'll just take it one event at a time. But just I don't want anyone to forget about Tuesday as well. Right. And again, so Tuesday is the day three. Currently portions of Oklahoma, extreme parts of the Texas panhandle into Nebraska and Kansas looking at enhanced. Obviously, that area is going to start to make that shift probably to the east and south when we see everything come together. But if you're already sitting at enhanced and we're three days out, areas like Salina, Kansas, Hutchinson, Kearney, Nebraska, Dodge City and Hastings, Nebraska are in the enhanced Oklahoma City. Omaha, Nebraska, Wichita, Lincoln, Nebraska, and Topeka are in these slight. And then Which I've, we weren't. Right. That that's we were in the marginal. And so yesterday when they upgraded us to a moderate today, they upgraded Tuesdays as well and yes. moved the slight further to the east. So I think you're right when you say the mod the enhanced will get shifted to the east as well for Tuesday. Right. Again, I think that that field just based on what we've seen forecast wise will expand. Now, obviously they're targeting that portion of Nebraska to kind of be the focal or Kansas to be that focal point, but again, I believe that's going to move east and south. I really do. Yeah. And I mean, we'll get something and I'm sure our portion of the severe weather is going to be um a squall line, you know, and that's that is just as severe as discrete supercells. So, um I'm sure that that's what we're going to get for Tuesday, which is still wind and hail. and Right. So we just need to be prepared. we got an active few days coming. So I just pulled up the 2021 SBC Tornado Watch outline shapefile. So this is something that we talk about usually when we get into, you know, end of the year, November, December, into January when we recap what's happened for the previous year. Currently, Central Oklahoma has had one tornado watch in 2021. Wow so crazy right well today's gonna make it two <laughs> it, it will make it two and so again central oklahoma has had one some portions of eastern oklahoma have had two three four up uh, maybe into five depending on shading um the highlight the hot spot this year for tornadoes has been alabama and mississippi and especially along the mississippi gulf coast down near um like gulfport and as you move yeah. a little bit into like areas just north of New Orleans has been the biggest one. But there have been no tornado watches posted in the following states. Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire, Arizona, Utah, Idaho, Washington, Oregon, California, and Nevada. Wow. New York City has had a tornado watch. Yeah. Well, and we all know what was going on in Alabama in March. They had multiple days, back to back to back, plus the several hurricanes and tropical storms that have come ashore have also caused those watches. So it's been active along the Gulf Coast for sure. Yep, exactly. Exactly. So. So... 
Uh, let's see here. I'm just seeing if they've updated anything yet with the uh, with SPC. Not yet. So that is good. We are just, but I now love we're just it. Waiting. That's all we do is check. Is like we just check for updates and updates and updates. Yep, it's true. Because now this is what we do. Now we've got the moderate, and we're like, come on, hit us with the high, hit us with the high, even if it's just for a minute. That's how crazy we all are. We want. We just want something. We just like purple. Right. Um, according to News Nine Denver, Southwest Airlines has canceled 140 flights in and out of Denver International Airport. Was that for today? Aren't they getting snow? Yes, I'm double checking here. Yeah, they have a forcing event that's coming up out. They're they're clear now, but oh, it's an air traffic control issue. Oh. So. No, but they will be looking at snow here in the not too distant future, and we'll talk about that next week when when all that happens. But yeah, well, today is going to be active, and you know, I've just gotten home from an exciting week of medical excitement, and I think I'm going to try to take a nap before everything. As you should. Gets going. <laughs> so that's but. my plan for the next couple hours. Right, and you'll be chasing from your couch, which is awesome, and I can't wait to. Uh, be at work and watch coverage as well. Yes, it's it's going to be so good. And, yeah, I will definitely be couch chasing today. I mean, I usually am. Right. I don't like to contribute to chaser traffic when I don't really have a reason. Right. Well, I will say this. You look at Doppler radar. Bonnie, you're starting to see some showers and thunderstorms pop up in the panhandle. Which is kind of crazy. It's dry out there. Yeah, 100%. And again, the dry line, you can, I mean, you can clearly see where the active cold front is. Yeah. But you can also start to see where that dry line is starting to pop because you're getting little showers pop up here and there. So, um, what are our dew points looking like right now? Oh gosh, let me pull up Meso West or not Oklahoma Mesonet, but we call it Meso West out here in Oregon. So hold on one second here. Let me find it. Let me find it. Uh, da, da, da. Norman, Oklahoma is your closest official airport, so I'll pull it up. Uh, your dew point is sitting at 64 degrees right now. Pretty good. I mean, it yep. hasn't really moved, but that's, that is a good dew point for this time of year. Oh, absolutely it is. So. You pull up the hourly is- weather forecast um, from the National Weather Service. You know, it's the National Blended Model. By the way, we need to talk about that, too, on an upcoming edition, the NBM, the National Blended Model which takes all of the models and blends it together. It's exactly yeah. as it sounds. What a great asset. Something that we were told about last winter, and this thing has been amazing. So I want to see how the NBM does in terms of like severe storms. But um, looking at this, your relative humidity is, you know, again, it's something that we look at and it's what forecasted. The dew point is going to sit, it's already forecast, it's already higher than what's forecasted. They're saying it's going to yeah. be at 62 to uh, 62. You're sitting at, you know, 64. So, yeah, and I, I read something that somebody posted on Twitter a little while ago that they said that that a lot of the models were um, taking it easy on dew points yep. and not, you know, forecasting them to be as high as they actually are now, which just means that the storms are going to be a little more intense than what models are even showing. So, again, right. just more reasons to keep on top of it and pay attention to today. Right. All right. Prediction time. What do you think we see? Oh, you know, 
I don't know. I think that we're going to get some tornadoes out of this, but I think we're going to get some serious hail reports. That's my that's my prediction is that there's just, I mean, it's, there's going to be some really awesome hail pictures. And I, that's, that's what I think is going to happen. All right. Before we, I should have actually, we should have done this before you did the prediction, but I want to talk about real quick, the products that the severe uh, prediction center, storm prediction center put out. And we retweeted this on weather podcast earlier today um, with the different things that are happening, the different, Oh gosh, I can't talk all of a sudden. Um, the different products that they put out because you and I were talking late last night and earlier this morning about the different things that the national or the SPC will put out. So, um, you know, they have all these products that include the tornado outlook, you know, the severe weather outlook overall, your severe wind field and severe hail outlook. Obviously, the big key areas for the severe hail outlook extended in a line from, like, Altus, Oklahoma, through Lawton, through Norman, Oklahoma City, and just up towards Stillwater. While it looks like your wind outlook is an area from Norman and Oklahoma City through Ada to Stillwater, Tulsa, Muskegee, out toward, um, you know, you get into cross into Arkansas and to Missouri. But, Bonnie, tornado outlook for today. And you use this thing called hatched. That's a phrase. Yeah. And so it's an area apparently that is greater than or less than 10%. I'm doing the math. Yeah, it's less than 10% probability of significant tornado EF2 to EF5. However, this area is now sitting in a 15 to 29% probability of a tornado within 25 miles of a certain point within this area. So kind of explain how that works. You know... I don't know 100% how it works and what they do, but, you know, they put that legend on there. And of course, the higher the number, the greater the chance of tornadoes happening. And like you said, within a given point, and there's a quite a big area of Oklahoma that's under that 15%. Um, and when they put that, those, those hash marks, those black lines called a hatched area, that just means that it's pretty significant in this area along with that probability. And I'm probably explaining this not the best way, but you know, when you see 15% or higher, like that is a significant risk of a tornado or tornado outbreak. So um, we're, we're, we really are under the gun today. Okay. Then that makes total sense. So again, if you want to find out what the, Key points are for the severe weather. Our podcast page has on Twitter at weather podcast. We're tweeting that out right now. Um, go take a look at it because it is going to be one of those days where, you know, we're going to talk about this. And again, you mentioned earlier, you know, is it May 25th? Maybe not, but the ingredients and the setup are consistent with those type of events. Yeah. And, you know, we've had significant October tornado outbreaks before, um, but it's been several years, and I really think the last time was 98 or 99. Um, so it's been a long time. So we just need to watch today and be prepared. Yes, it's going to happen. And just sit back and watch and uh, stay safe, please, because it's going to, It's like I said, we think it's going to be one of those days that we talk about for a while. My prediction is we see two or three large tornadoes. I think at least an EF2, maybe an EF3. 
I think the win component is going to be a big deal. I think if they do get a quasi-linear line that does get going, you could see winds 60 to 70 miles an hour. It's not uncommon. Uh, and then again, I think baseball-sized hail will be pretty common. So, you know, let's keep an eye on the storm reports. Let's keep an eye out on, you know, things that are happening as they go through. But, man, it's going to be uh, it's gonna be one of those days. I cannot wait to sit at work and watch coverage. Yeah, it's going to be so good. And one of my favorite things after an event is when they take the storm reports and overlay them over – the outlook yes. map. I just love that. That is one of my favorite things because it just spot on almost every time. And it just, you know, just fills my heart. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Cause the amount of people who say stuff about being wrong and all of that. And then to see those storm ports all clustered in the, you know, moderate and enhanced area. It's just, it just really, it just makes me happy. There is a tweet that you'll have to go check out that from one of the guys that we follow on our page. <laughs> it's just so good. I'm not going to talk about it on the, on the show. But if you find it, you'll be like, one, what did I just read? And two, this is hilarious. <laughs> so, you'll have to send it to me. I will. I will definitely do that. All right. Another great edition of B-Squared, your weekly weather podcast. I am Bobby in Oregon. And I'm Bonnie in Oklahoma. And we will talk to you guys very soon. Stay safe, please, today, and uh, enjoy the severe weather. That's right. Be prepared.